When I was a little girl, I was obsessed with all things fairy tales and princesses, but as I grew older, I had to accept that my fairy tale fantasy would never come true. Well, that wasn't until my first week of year 12, where over the span of one morning, I found myself living the fantasy of all my favourite princesses. The first princess in this story, Sleeping Beauty. Would you say I'm a morning person? Absolutely not. You try to admit, you like the first bit of morning after midnight more than you do the bit after 7am. But um, yeah, you're not a morning person in any way. That's my dad, Paul. Or in this story, we'll call him my fairy godmother. What about the rest of our family? Like, talk about, like, you know, you, Daniel, and Mum, do you think you guys are morning people? No, definitely not. We're all very similar. What about? We like the late night movie and, and don't like the early morning news. As my dad said, my family is a lot more nocturnal than your typical. As a result of this, mornings in my house are chaotic. It's just a bit random. There's four people doing their own things, not knowing if everyone's had a shower or what time we're actually leaving. And then somehow we pull it together. And sometimes it's even in time to get there on time. What about the other times? Then we don't, and it's a little bit of a frenzy. On this specific morning, while everyone was running around in a frenzy, I was catching up on my beauty sleep, expecting to be woken up by my Prince Charming. But instead, I was met with the screams of my father, telling me we were going to be late. I jumped out of bed, grabbing everything I needed for the day under my arms and raced to the car. As we were driving to school, I did my usual unorganised car morning routine, putting on my makeup and packing stuff into my bag. But once I had finished all the other pieces of the puzzle, I was left with the final part, putting on my shoes. Only then, as the car came to a stop at the railway crossing, did I realise the fairy tale had now flipped the page. I was living through Cinderella. Cinderella, you're as lovely as your name, Cinderella. One of my glass slippers, or in this case, school shoe, had been forgotten. I opened my mouth, but nothing would come out because I was too busy realising I had to face the rest of the day with only one shoe. I look over at my dad, bracing myself for his reaction. Is he going to laugh at me or yell at me? Dad's normally a pretty chill guy. But I knew his reaction, just like forgetting a shoe, would be unpredictable. I turned to dad and let him know the news. This man looks at me, silence, and then laughed. Yeah, I just couldn't really believe it. If you got up a little bit earlier, maybe you could be a little bit more organised and ready to take um, all your shoes and your lunch and your school bag and your computer and your charger and your phone. The car pulls up out the front of school. Dad couldn't do anything about my shoe. He had places to be. But with the promise he would return at recess with a missing shoe, I got out my car and started to walk. My school is your typical private Catholic school who take uniform pretty seriously. So as I'm looking through the front gates, the grand brownstone buildings that look like Hogwarts and bright red and yellow blazers walking through are taunting me and my singular shoe. While hopping towards the school gate, I grab my phone to update Connor, my boyfriend, about my barefooted business, knowing he'd get a kick out of it. I thought it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Not that you're dumb. In her shoeless saga, Cinderella had her own Prince Charming. In this story, Connor is mine. When we sat down together for the interview, we decided to reenact our text conversation from the day. Be warned, if autocorrect could be anything in the story, it'd be the evil stepmother. I dropped one, I dropped a win of my shoes 
So now I only have one shoe. What is this? What do I do? Like, I literally can't do anything. What did you do on your, one of your shoes? Are you at school? Not yet. Can you bring a shoe? Spoiler alert, he didn't bring me the shoe. As I walked into the school gates, I was fatefully reminded that school mornings are like rush hour for students. So even though I entered the building with a genius plan to avoid any and all human contact, the plan was destined for failure from the start. Before I could even say bippity boppity boo, a bippity boppity bumped into one of my teachers. Mission failed. When I saw you with one shoe on the other day, I thought, I wonder if she knows she's only got one <laughs> shoe on. I turned the corner feeling nervous-sided, a phrase I thought was more common than it actually is. One half of me nervous, knowing I would never live it down. The other half, totally excited for everyone to see me with one shoe. Was this a Friday, by chance? It was a Friday, we had yeah. music. So, because on Fridays we get to music really early, but usually you get to school a lot later. No surprise Hence there. organisation. <laughs> this is Lucky. He was standing on the balcony that overlooked the courtyard. So you were walking in, I think, from the gate. And that's my best friend, Lauren. She was downstairs with the rest of my friends. So we were, like, at the lockers, which was, like, I don't know, a f 100 metres away or something. And it wasn't... It was quite hard to see what was on your foot. So, like, all I saw was, like, a white, like, thing on one foot and then a shoe on the other. And you were, like, limping. I was like, did she break her ankle or something? I was like, what's happened, right? And we were all like, did she forget, like, a shoe or something? And you came up and you are like forgot my shoe. So I walked downstairs and started like staring at you with everyone. It was the funniest thing. Pulling up to school, you got one shoe on. And then James and Seb and Lucky like, how do you forget your shoe? Like, oh my God, that's like, how do you like, how do you even do that? Like, I don't know what else to say. It, it was to the point where I was like, how do you leave the house and not be like, you know, phone, wallet, uh, uh, oh, I forgot my shoe. I had no words. At 8.55 on the dot, the school bell rings, and that's when I realised. I had music first. For anyone, being shoeless at all would be enough of a villain arc. But that's when, through all the chaos, I suddenly reminded myself that I'm literally the school's music captain, now entering my first ever music lesson for the year with one shoe. If you ask me, this is a massive step down from the original fairy tale. At least Cinderella got to leave the ball without a shoe, not enter it. I enter music class with my friend Eddie by my side. He steps through the doorway and gives the class the introduction a princess deserves. I came in and I said, well, Miss Heath, uh, get ready for your socks to be knocked off your feet because you're not going to believe this. And then in you came with one shoe on. I said, Miss Heath, I think it'd be a really good idea if we all took our shoes off. And thus, I went from a shoeless single to a part of a pack. After an entire lesson of laughs and shoeless jokes, it was time for our daily morning prayer. The whole walk over to class, I was praying my shoe would appear. Turns out I wasn't the only one. I think people always feel like it has to be a very serious thing, because obviously it's a connection with God. But sometimes, you know, God might want to laugh. So I ended up saying, oh yeah, I pray that Katie will never forget another shoe again, not just for school, but for her whole life. Little did I know, the prayers that Seb were praying had been answered. So I got to the car park, I was texting you and I was parked, and I parked in front of a gate to the building site for the new building that's going on at school. And then one of the builders charged at me. That's a bit dramatic. He wasn't very happy and he told me I needed to move my car because there was a truck coming. And, uh, and I asked him how long the truck was coming. And he said in five minutes, so 
I thought I'd just wait for five minutes because hopefully Caitlin would be there wait. in five minutes. And uh, I was pretty keen to get to work at this stage. Meanwhile, Connor and I were avoiding every muddy puddle on the oval, trying desperately to savour the last little bit of whiteness my sock had. I was sitting there looking at a sign and I thought, wouldn't it be funny if I took a photo of Katie's shoe near the sign and, and sent it to her in a text message? But I didn't do that. Actually, he did, but he was too embarrassed to admit it. Meanwhile, the truck came just as Caitlin was coming out to get the school uh, school shoe, so she saw me in the car. As I approached Dad in the shoe, I watched this massive truck pull up and saw the tail end of an argument between my dad and a not-so-happy construction and worker. as she approached the car, I drove off because <laughs> the builder was getting upset that the truck was coming. And I'm thinking, this has to be some sort of sick prank. As the car is peeling out the car park, I see Dad's window slowly begin to wind down and I realise Dad wants me to chase after him. He had to run next to the car. All I can see is my Dad's hand dangling my shoe out the window like a carrot on a stick. The car pulls out onto a one-way street and I realised if he didn't stop before, he can't stop now. The only thing on my mind in that moment is the shoe. If I don't chase him down for it, I'm not going to get it. So that was funny. Isn't your fairy godmother supposed to give you things, not take them away? It's five seconds until midnight, and I'm about to find out if I'm going to spend the rest of the day as a pumpkin. As the clock strikes 12, I catch up to my glass slipper, and at last, my single shoe becomes a pair. I'm sure by now you've gathered that if you were to ask any of my friends to describe me, organised is not a word that would be used. Is this thing really out of character for me, or is it like something No, <laughs> it's something, yeah. I'm surprised you didn't do it earlier. Honestly, no. Like, were you surprised? Like, if it was gonna be anyone, it was gonna be you. Let's be real. Um, yeah, no, I like to say no. But after this crazy fairy tale came to an end and the storybook closed, at least I learned my lesson, right? Wrong. Literally the next day, I unintentionally decided to give my Cinderella story a sequel. You forgot your shoes at my house literally the day after. And I was like, do you have both your shoes? And you're like, yes. And then I was like, Katie, like literally after I dropped you home, and I was like, Katie, what's this picture, huh? Is this both your shoes? You forgot them? And this time you didn't just forget one, you forgot both of them. Like, good, good guy. So maybe I didn't entirely learn my lesson, but I did learn one thing. A princess doesn't always need two shoes to have a happily ever after.